0: Welcome into A to Z Sports Prime Time on a Sunday night. I hope everybody's had a great weekend. If you were participating in the CMAs, I hope you enjoyed yourself. If potentially you're still out there at Nissan Stadium waiting for the last night to get off the ground. I hope you are. Uh, I hope that you get there sooner rather than later because I know the weather has not been cooperative today. But we are talking about something else that's happening in the city of Nashville today. That is DeAndre Hopkins visiting the Tennessee Titans. He posted on his Instagram story uh, on, uh, on his arrival uh, with uh, the Titans and the vehicle, the transportation that they had sent for him. It looks lovely. They have a video or a uh, dubbed-up image of DeAndre Hopkins in a Titans uniform. It looks like they have a lovely champagne set up in the uh, accommodations that they've provided for him in town today for the visit officially tomorrow. So, We'll talk about the idea of DeAndre Hopkins and how that, uh, what their sales pitch for him should be and what the likelihood is of him signing here today. We'll do that in a little bit. We'll also talk about the most important new addition to this football team, both free agent and draft. I think there's an interesting discussion to be had there, and I thought Greg Cosell of NFL Films made some good points in the latest episode of the install that we released, so we'll... Play you a brief clip of that later on in the show. Sunday night, this is a free site, the best thing that we saw on the internet this weekend. We'll get to that later on, but we've got a lot of good Titan stuff to get to. In the meantime, before we do any of this, though, I need you guys to share this show on Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitter, and on Twitch. If you're hanging out on Twitter, please retweet the show. That's in the bottom right-hand corner of your screen. If you are on Facebook Live, you can share. Share now to public. That is in the bottom left. YouTube or Twitch, uh, like the video. Subscribe to the channel if you haven't done so already. If you've done both of those things, tell a friend to do the same. We would be grateful for you that way. Uh, And once you've done that, more of you guys will continue to uh, file on in, and we'll talk about DeAndre Hopkins' visit officially with the Tennessee Titans tomorrow, him arriving in town today. Welcome into A to Z Sports primetime from the Superbook Sports Studios. I'm your host, Buck Rising. If you're new to the show, we're we're happy to have you. And I'm proud, as always, to be presented to you by our friends at Superbook Sports. Plug in the promo code ATOZ when you download the Superbook Sports app. Nobody has better odds, boost, and promo bets than Superbook.com. True Math Fitness in the Gulch, a new way to work out for the best version of you. Get the TrueMav difference today when you go into their conveniently located Middle Tennessee, downtown Nashville location. TrueMath Fitness in the Gulch, your first workout free at TrueMathFitness.com. And the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage. GaryAshton.com for your dream address without the stress. The Intel Edge You Need to Succeed can be found at GaryAshton.com. So the details for Hopkins we won't have, you know, I don't think in – any real way until tomorrow. Um, I'm sure at some point we will begin to learn what a contract situation might look like for him. Remember that DeAndre Hopkins is making his first visit. He's arrived in Nashville tonight for his first official free agent visit tomorrow here in Tennessee. He will also meet with the new England Patriots uh, early this week. So right now, those are the only two reported scheduled visits for DeAndre Hopkins. Um, So with uh, for Nuke, we've talked about the different ways that you can go about this, right? The most important thing to him, and I've told you this, I've been told by many people who I've talked to in the league about this, most important thing for DeAndre Hopkins is money. So when we look at all the different available options, neither Tennessee or all the different reported options, neither Tennessee nor New England or Kansas City or Buffalo, for that matter, who have also been uh, reported as being in the running for Hopkins services yet not with official free agent visits reported but they do know what the pitch for Hopkins would be Albert Breer reported that late uh earlier within the last 2 weeks basically a uh, an incentive structured deal for teams like Buffalo and Kansas City without cap space now the Titans don't have a ton of cap space either without Will Levis under contract yet it's uh right now they're just under 8 million um, but that figure, of course, will be less with Levis officially under contract. They will have to make some money moves to free up enough room for Hopkins. They can also do the incentive-laden deal. New England's the same. They have uh, not quite twice as much cap space as Tennessee does right now, but they are a little under $14 million in cap space. They would probably still have to free up some room and uh, you know, could always go about this thing with voidable years. But the most important thing for DeAndre Hopkins is always money. So looking at uh, looking at the situation between New England and Tennessee, what is the better landing spot for DeAndre Hopkins at this stage of his career? That's your Two Rivers Ford take. You're going to hear from Ian Rappaport of the NFL Network here in just a second, right after I remind you that your Two Rivers Ford take is made possible by Two Rivers Ford. Go to Two Rivers Ford today for quality American-made Ford vehicles, award-winning customer service, and a Car buying experience that is fast, easy, and fun. Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet or online at tworiversford.com. So uh, Hopkins on Tennessee, we know the situation. We know what the sales pitch will look like. We know what the financials are. And we know that they have a variety of different options to free up those finances. But um, it's just a matter of how they go about wanting to do that if they feel that Hopkins is worth a contract offer and we'll have more details I'm sure on that later in the week but in the meantime Ian Rappaport was reporting on Hopkins and New England and here are the details from that interview courtesy of the NFL Network.
1: So this is going to be like by the way revenge tour for DeAndre Hopkins just aimed at making sure people know he is still one of the best receivers in football so he's got a big week ahead we've already known that he is set to visit the Tennessee Titans that is going to happen early early next week. Sources now say that he's set to visit the New England Patriots. That is also going to be next week, and this one actually makes a ton of sense for both sides. If you're DeAndre Hopkins, obviously you have a ton of respect for Bill Belichick. They have conversed over the years on the field and otherwise. Is he? Is this a place where he can resurrect his career and show everyone that he's not just old and, and can't get open? And then for the Patriots, it just never felt quite felt to me like they were totally done in free agency. Still had a need at receiver. Seemed to be willing to spend on some level. They rarely, rarely do free agent visits. They are doing one this time. That should show you how serious, at least on its face, the Patriots are about DeAndre Hopkins.
0: So that is Ian Rapp, report of the NFL Network. And the question, your two rivers for take being, what's a better landing spot for DeAndre Hopkins, New England or Tennessee? Now, Kansas City or Buffalo is the real answer, right? If he, would, uh, if he were to go with either of those options, those I mean, in terms of competitiveness, right? competitiveness, though, is not what's most important to this guy. What's most important to this guy is money at the end of the day. So that gives Tennessee, that gives New England just as good a chance as it does the other two because they are financially equipped in some form or fashion, more financially equipped to give DeAndre Hopkins a better offer um, at this point, given the lack of cap space that Kansas City and Buffalo currently have. Now, voidable years exist. There are ways to make the money work. The cap is, it's real, but not in a you know hard and definitive way, right? It's like your credit score. Those things matter. If you have to make on-time payments, you have to make sure that you're financially equipped to handle that uh, that balance for the long term. But in terms of like the hard implications of a cap year over year, there are, of course, ways for all four of these franchises, and theoretically anybody else, to make a deal work. But the idea is for Hopkins, well... If the money is equal, let's say, what's the better landing spot? Um, let's see. Uh, who else can promise him 20 plus targets a game? Well, plenty of people could. And in fact, the Tennessee Titans would not, uh, you know, would not be uh, the Titans are not going to target him 20 plus times a game. They're not going to throw the ball in a perfect world. Like if I, I think Mike could, if Mike could get away every game with attempting 17 passes, not completing 17 passes, but attempting 17 passes. And winning a football game, I think he'd do it. So I would not say that 20 targets a game uh, here in Nashville is something that uh, is something that is going to be a selling point for him. Uh, we aren't going to uh, Super Bowl with or without him. Who cares? We're in a rebuild, says literally. No pun intended. Who cares? Uh, X, who cares? XX on YouTube. Um, well, you know, you can, uh, you can rule yourself out if you want to. I think that's foolish to do in the NFL. Um, while you think, you know, something definitively about this football season, I can tell you that the one thing that you definitively know about this football season is you don't know jack shit, right? Like you have no idea what this is going to look like. Um, in six months, you have no idea what it's going to look like in eight months. You have no idea what it's going to look like by the time we get to February. I'm not saying that I believe that the Tennessee Titans are a Super Bowl contender. In fact, I'm very much. Skeptical as to their viability this year, but that doesn't mean that I'm going to rule them out because I've covered too many NFL seasons. I've seen them do the improbable, I've seen plenty of franchises do the improbable, I've seen the Bengals do it, I've seen the Giants do it. Um, so you know, why forsake a football season before a football season has begun? Whether you think you're in a rebuild or not, does that not seem like a pissant, miserable way to go through a football season, to be honest with you? So, like. If you're somebody who is approaching it with that particular mindset, I would ask you, why are you even interested in football? Because, like, if you're willing to just punt on a season and say, oh, woe is me, the Titans aren't Super Bowl contenders, clearly, and obviously because I've seen what their roster looks like on June the 11th, why would I even bother to watch a football season? I would say, what the hell are you doing watching football anyway? Because you obviously don't understand how this stuff works if you're that prepared, that easily prepared to give up on an entire football season in June. You know what I'm saying? Like, what are you wasting your time with (laughs) at this point? I think I, uh, I just, I don't understand. I don't understand that mentality. This is such a loser mentality to me. And I don't understand as a football fan, why you would have any interest, no matter what, like, so my favorite team, right? Indiana basketball, it's June 11th. And they're going through transfer portal and recruiting stuff right now. If they miss on a transfer portal project, uh, prospect, as they have several times this spring. I'm not, or this past spring, I'm not going to look around and say, well, hell, I don't even care about this basketball season. No, I'm going to watch every game. I'm going to be miserable for all of them. And I'm going to do it anyway, because it's my favorite team. It's my favorite sport. And that's what sports fans do, right? So if you're somebody who is approaching it that way, I would ask you again, self-evaluate, ask yourself if you really do enjoy this. And if you do, what the hell is a comment like that existing in your life? That is how I would, uh, that is what I would say to you about that particular approach. But that's fine. You are entitled to go through a football season any way you want to. I just don't understand why you want to do it or you would want to do it in a miserable fashion. Um, Pasha on YouTube says the familiarity he has with Vrabel and Tim Kelly and the BS that went down with Bill O'Brien might influence his decision. Right. Yes, of course. Bill O'Brien. Um, so it is a murky. It's a murky situation. Very murky situation um, around Bill O'Brien and DeAndre Hopkins and what it is that actually happened there that caused Bill O'Brien to trade DeAndre Hopkins away for David Johnson, the running back, um, and a couple of picks. Right, it was uh, it was one of one of the moves that Bill O'Brien made that regard him as one of the worst personnel decision makers that we've seen in the last couple of years between the Tunsil deal, between the Clowney trade, and the Hopkins trade. Uh, it, was a, uh, it was a really, really difficult stretch of decision-making to justify for Bill O'Brien. Now, the reported details was, were something to do with Bill O'Brien not being a fan of a domestic situation that Hopkins had going on in his life. When I say domestic situation, I do not mean domestic violence. I think people can conflate those things from time to time. That's not what I mean at all. There was something domestically in DeAndre Hopkins' life, reportedly, that Bill O'Brien wasn't vibing with right now what whether that's the ultimate reason why he ended up getting traded or just something that was leaked as an easy excuse um we don't know the answer to those questions that's never been fleshed out and neither Hopkins or O'Brien has spoken about it but of course if you're following football this year and you're following coaching uh uh, maneuvers or coaching uh movement in the NFL you know that Bill O'Brien most recently rejoined the New England Patriots as their offensive coordinator he's done that before he is back this year after one of the worst, most inexplicable decisions that I've ever seen in Bill Belichick's career. Um, So I would say that, you know, on balance, Vrabel and Tim Kelly uh, reportedly had nothing but a pleasant and professional working relationship with DeAndre Hopkins while they were in Houston together. Tim Kelly is his OC. uh, Mike Vrabel working as a linebackers coach and defensive coordinator for a year when Hopkins was on the roster before coming to Tennessee. And DeAndre Hopkins spoke glowingly of Mike Vrabel when uh, Jimmy Wyatt did an interview with him in 2018 once Vrabel was hired. So, you know, we don't know how much has changed. It's a long time since the DeAndre Hopkins, Bill O'Brien thing. But I do think that, uh, I do think that that's a situation to monitor. And honestly, surprising that DeAndre Hopkins would be willing to, uh, be willing to, you uh, What's the word that I'm looking for? Be willing to, I'm I'm surprised that he's willing to take the visit, honestly, which should uh, kind of alleviate some of those concerns. If you're a Patriots fan, for example, that Bill O'Brien would keep DeAndre Hopkins from even considering it. Well, he's considering it because he's taking a visit there. So again, all the answer to all of your questions is money, no matter how butthurt he might be about the way that that Bill O'Brien handled things at the end. You may forgive him uh, if that price tag looks north of $20 million dollars. A year i think that is the uh, i think that is the situation that we can all understand at this point uh noah Leak says the quarterback well let's read some of your comments here in just a second after i quickly remind you that the primetime show is presented by superbook sports download the app whether you're betting uh the nba finals off tonight the nhl Uh, Stanley Cup going on, Vegas on the precipice of winning a Stanley Cup. You can bet all your favorite major sports in the Superbook Sports app. You can even get your first bet matched up to $250 with promo code ATOZ. That's A2Z in the Superbook Sports app for the best odds boost, the best promo bets, the best all-around sports betting experience. Uh, Superbook Sports is where you go. Superbook.com for terms and conditions. Gambling problem, call the Tennessee Red Line. 1-800-889-9789. So uh, let's read some comments here uh, before we move on to talking about the best new free agent situation. Um, Anything can happen, says Foster Tate, of the addition of responding to a comment earlier uh, made by somebody saying that DeAndre Hopkins is not going to be the difference between the Titans and the Super Bowl. And by the way, I largely agree with that premise. No NFL team is one piece away, right? Save the Jets with Aaron Rodgers, and that's because it's the most important position. He's a first ballot Hall of Famer. And the Jets, clearly, if they had even replacement-level quarterback play, would have been a playoff team last year. So the Jets are the really the only team that I think you could make the argument for um, being truly one piece away from true Super Bowl contention. Um, and they've made that move, right? DeAndre Hopkins, no matter where he lands, he's not going to be to the difference between X team and a Super Bowl. Football doesn't work that way. There's too many other pieces and parts on the field. The ball is too random of, uh, of a shape to guarantee that any team is one piece away. Right. That's a that's analysis that I think gets thrown around often, but isn't actually useful or meaningful in any way. It's just something that people say. So I would say that the idea remove the idea of one piece away from anybody. You know, Clowney wasn't one piece away. Uh, Julio, not one piece away. Right. Anytime you think one of these one piece away scenarios has arrived on your doorstep, it's really never uh, that actually being the case. It's it's a combination of many, many more things that, you know, it benefits you to have more talent than less on your roster, but it doesn't guarantee anything uh, anywhere close to that. Uh, <laughs> Xavier Cohen says, one thing Buck is going to do is bring up someone's past. I mean, is that not – Xavier, is that not fair? That was the reporting, right? I mean, Bill O'Brien and DeAndre Hopkins had a falling out. The reporting was it's because he had a domestic situation in his life that Bill O'Brien didn't agree with. Whether that's right or wrong by Bill O'Brien is irrelevant, but that is de- – That is definitively. It's like bringing up Ryan Tannehill and. uh, Oh, damn it. What's the former Jarvis Landry? Ryan Tannehill and Jarvis Landry had a uh, a frictious or frictitious, whatever the word is, whatever the verb version of friction is the relationship between Jarvis Landry and Ryan Tannehill in Miami was not good. Should that be applied when considering Jarvis Landry as a landing spot at a place where Ryan Tannehill is now the quarterback, specifically Tennessee? Of course it is. So, yes. When, uh, you know, when Xavier, for example, if you were interesting enough for us to be discussing your personal life and how it related to your free agent visit or your job search, for example, in whatever profession you are, uh, you are in, in your life, then yes, every little detail on your resume and what happened in your previous work stops or what reportedly happened in your previous work stops, all of that shit is on the table. All of that is applicable. All of that is a relevant portion of the conversation, whether it is currently whether it currently factors into the decision making on you know your decision to sign with Tennessee your decision to sign with New England whatever the case may be at this stage of the game it might be old it might be old news it might be water under the bridge or whatever cliche you want to use for two parties who have moved on it has been several years since then but we're not that far removed from it being one of the biggest headlines in the NFL so if it's something that's newsworthy in their past and directly has to do with their last place of employment. Also having to do with the place that they're getting ready to take another job interview with somebody who happened to be a very, very big part of the reason that they were no longer in their initial job situation. Then, of course, we're going to bring up the past and it would be completely stupid and utterly ridiculous not to do so, do so, nor to consider all the implications of what somebody's past might have on their future circumstance. Uh, Nick Rogers says, uh, (laughs) i saw stephen king's uh comment on verb for friction there which i cannot read in polite company but i appreciate that stephen thank you nick roger says uh ask me what do you think the chances are of hopkins landing in nashville i mean i you know (laughs) what are the odds um right now it's 50 50 right because there's two options on the table i guess we could narrow it down if you wanted to be uh more skeptical if you wanted to be more skeptical you could say he's got a 25 chance of landing in nashville right because the four places that have been reported to have any interest in deandre hopkins buffalo kansas city new england and tennessee uh four options reportedly on the table so we'll give him a 25 chance of landing here is there anything in tennessee that i think necessarily um makes more sense for deandre hopkins than another spot well what? i certainly wouldn't argue for the titans over the bills or the chiefs but in my scenario i'm thinking the most competitive version of a football team not about the biggest bag and that doesn't seem to be if it was about the most competitive version of the football team you would have taken a bills offer or a chief's offer already right we know it's about the money um so you know if the money is more than it is in new england then yeah you got a better chance of landing deandre hopkins if deandre hopkins still is harboring maybe not externally but internally still harboring some kind of issue with bill o'brien that money doesn't necessarily resolve maybe it takes more money to resolve those issues in new england than it would here in tennessee where he has reportedly a very diplomatic relationship with the uh play caller in tim kelly and with the head coach and mike Vrabel. then yeah i'd give it a i think a 25 percent chance is more than optimistic uh eric says do i want hopkins in nashville shit yeah are you kidding me i have i have Four shows a week about your football team that I'm responsible for hosting. I have a football season where it looks like they may not be very good. I want as much interesting stuff in my life to get me through a football season where I'm going to be talking about this for what? How, how many hours a week of is it on radio? It's 15 hours a week on the radio, one hour of uh one hour of the 615 sessions, one hour of the install with Greg Cosell what is it five hours of prime time so you know north of 24 or 22 to 24 hours depending on the length of any any given show 22 to 24 hours a week talking about your favorite football team yes give me deandre hopkins dear god um eric says other than a media perspective well that's the only perspective i care about football wise yeah i mean i think it Uh, I think that maybe, um, you know, maybe it makes him a little better, but not, you know, not better enough for me to care about it. The only thing I care about is what's best for the show. What's best for the show is that dude landing in Tennessee, just as it was best for Julio. It's benefited me infinitely to have Julio here benefited me infinitely to have them draft Will Levis, right? Interesting things are what I'm most invested in competitiveness of the football team. Okay, I would rather see a more competitive football team than not. And I do think, by the way, it makes them a more competitive football team. So for the right price, yeah, what do I care? It's not my money. Go ahead and get him. Uh, I think that it would certainly make this football team, football season more interesting than uh than otherwise it would have been. So let's go ahead and do that at this stage. Uh who cares? Uh says your football team, quote, Freudian slip there, close colts fan no uh i would have called the colts uh your football team as well if you were a colts fan just as i would have called the jags your football team if you're a jags fan uh, the beauty of my situation is i don't have a football team i just work here and so anything that happens around it it's all gravy baby as long as it gives me something to talk about at this stage um buck uh rishi says buck you just criticized fans for saying we're not going to make it to the super bowl Now you admitted we're not looking very good. Well, you know, how I feel about it personally and what actually is the reality of the situation is irrelevant. It is my opinion that the Tennessee Titans are probably not a playoff team this year. Could that, of course, change? 1,000%. 1,000%. I have as just as good an idea as you do on June the 11th how good or bad your football team is going to be one way or the other, right? Nobody knows what the Titans are going to look like on you know what is this uh 3 months from now uh September 11th uh I think is the first week of the regular season right cuz labor day is the first weekend of college football so you know the second week of September whatever that looks like I have no idea what they're going to look like in the second week of September no idea what they're going to look like halfway through October November December whatever that means so none of us know what this is going to look like on June 11th I have a particular feeling about what I think doesn't mean anything it's just how I feel at this stage Uh, at this stage of the, uh, at this stage of the situation, um, (laughs) TK says like Will Compton said about Buck, he just likes to watch the world. Yes, it's true. This is, this is preferable because typically that does better, (laughs) has better numbers, does better radio ratings. And, uh, I am very much invested in the business of me. (laughs) So I would absolutely take that and run with it. Chaos is a good thing in the media business. Right, wrong, or indifferent. And that is certainly the business that I am in. Uh, Jacob Rice says, who are the stops for D-Hop? Right now, reportedly just the Titans and the Patriots. So we'll keep an eye on what happens there tomorrow with that. Meanwhile, uh, let's talk about new additions that you do have on the roster right now, both free agents and in the draft. Who is the most important new addition, whether that's the draft class, whether that's the free agents that they've added currently on the roster, not future that they could add, not DeAndre Hopkins for the purposes of this conversation, but free agents draft, if you consider a tryout player uh, in the middle uh, in the middle of that as, uh, as being the most important addition, whomever you would feel necessary to nominate, let me know in the comment section on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and on Twitch right after I remind you that the primetime show is uh, presented by the Ashton Real Estate Group of RE-MAX Advantage. GaryAshton.com is where you go for your dream address without the stress the Intel edge is what you need to succeed. Go to GaryAshton.com for the official real estate agent of the Nashville Predators and of A to Z sports prime time. I bought my home through the Ashton team four years ago this month. I could not be happier. I love my home. Truly. I do. Nobody uh, could have put me in a better spot than Gary and his team did. Cause they put me in a position where my property value has doubled in four years. God, bless, honestly, God bless the Gary Ashton team for all the work that they've done for me. The same as they will do for you. Trust the team that your favorite teams trust at garyashton.com. So uh, who's the most important new addition on the roster right now? And, uh, you know, I see some of you nominating assistant coaches. I think that's completely fair. You can, theoretically, for this exercise, you could nominate Tim Kelly. I would uh, completely accept that as well. Uh, Murphy Bunning, says Rishi, for Eric Castillo, it's Aziz Alshayer, the inside linebacker. Aubrey Calvin thinks Andre Dillard will be critical. And Kenneth Davidson is submitting Arden key. Um, uh, Alex M says, anybody going to address Levis outperforming Tannehill and OTAs? No, why would I do that? Because that's not a real thing. And I don't know if that's something that you've, uh, seen on, you know, I don't know if that's something that your aunt sent you on Facebook as means of, a, an article or something like that, or if you're just making shit up at this point, but of course, Um, There's been nothing to indicate uh, that, certainly in the practices that we've been out there at. Certainly there's nothing in the coaching staff when you talk to them that would indicate that anything beyond injury is going to keep Ryan Tannehill from being this team's Week one starter. So again, I would ask you, where are you getting this and why are you making shit up? Um, So we would say of the level of import of these uh, additions, Skaronsky says Dylan Elam. And I think I think Peter Skaronsky is uh, is going to be a huge boon for this Titans offensive line. I really do think that um, he is going to make a big difference. I know that the addition of guard is not necessarily something that excites you. It's uh, not necessarily something that comes with a ton of sex appeal, but it is a a blue chip player at a a position of desperate need. So I would say that Peter Scurronzi is going to be a very, very, uh, a very important addition to this team. Uh, Dylan Healam says, I love Unsets Your Buck, need 1045 to let you swear. Well, that's not a 1045 decision. That's the FCC. <laughs> so there is a governing body to keep me from uh, using foul language on uh, terrestrial radio. The internet, there are no rules. Now, I do try to stay, you know, I don't drop a bunch of F bombs on here, but I do get a little more uh, wiggle room, shall we say, on the internet than we do on FCC radio. So at <laughs> this stage, that's how it's going to go. Thaddeus L. Young says, Buck said, why are you making shit up? LOL. <laughs> i'm saying like you know and it's 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 possible that you guys uh, it's possible every once in a while that you guys um you know see something that i don't and you know i'm always uh i'm always glad for when you guys bring something to my attention that i may have missed but uh, in that particular case when i've been at every open practice thus far i would say to you that yes that is indeed uh the making up of shit is <laughs> how i would describe that uh that allegation or that addition that contribution to the primetime show. No, the most important addition, I think, of all of them, the answer is all of them are going to play some level of importance, right? Whether they succeed or fail will determine how well the Tennessee Titans ultimately do this year, how they all fit within the system. And it's, of course, not just about one individual player, as I've just spent the first 24, 25 minutes of the show telling you, right? No team is one piece away. But when Greg Cosell and I were discussing this, um, Back in uh, the first week of May, when we did the live taping of the install, many of you were out there. It was great to have you guys. And we've been releasing uh, portions of that live show in the last couple of weeks to give Greg and myself a break before we start taping new episodes again. Greg told me who the most important new addition on the Titans roster is. And I wonder if you agree with his assessment.
2: I believe, personally, that the most important player for the Titans on the offensive line is Andre Dillard. Because Andre Dillard was brought in to play left tackle. And he's a left tackle only. The Eagles tried him at right tackle a couple of years ago. He couldn't do it. He's a left tackle only. So, And they paid him a good amount of money, if I'm not mistaken. That's a
0: pretty friendly deal. It's, uh, it's three years, 29 mil. Okay. 13 years. 13 years. Thank you for the guarantees.
2: Kind of buck-rising money, huh? I mean, listen. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Next,
3: next contract. <laughs> Careful, our bosses are here.
2: Easy, easy. Um, uh, so to me, Dillard's critical because if he can't play left tackle, then Skoronsky's going to have to play there, and then they're going to have issues throughout the their rest of the offensive line. Dillard was brought in obviously before the draft. To play left tackle because they know from scouting him that that's the only position he can play. So if you can have Dillard play at a reasonably high level at left tackle and Skaronski at left guard and Petit Frere, who I thought had a, a solid rookie season up and down, which was to be expected, but solid, and you'd expect to see improvement, then all of a sudden you know they've got three fifths of an all line that's probably going to be pretty good. So I think Dillard's the key because if he can't play that left tackle then that's going to cause a domino effect that could end up being problematic.
0: So that is Greg Cosell of NFL Films um, discussing the importance of Andre Dillard. Now, some of you have correctly, as David Corbett there on YouTube says, it's entirely possible that Skronsky ends up being your left tackle in the future, that they try him this year at guard, they try to make the Dillard situation work if they can get the best version of the Titans offensive line that way, then they've got Dillard on a very, very affordable deal, um, to be the future left tackle, but he's, it's very much a, uh, a trial by fire situation with Andre Dillard. Andre Dillard is going to allow them the flexibility. If he's capable and competent, to allow them the flexibility to use Skaronsky on a different place on the offensive line, uh, moving, uh, moving forward. Um, into this season, it looks like that's going to be their plan of action. Now, whether that ends up holding true through training camp remains to be seen. Of course, they'll have to go through practices with pads on before we can make any kind of estimation with this. And in fact, uh, I'm going to share with you guys, I'm going to see if I can do this quickly in a way that's not uh, terribly cumbersome. I had the opportunity to talk to Andre Dillard after practice last week about a variety of different things. I'm going to see if I can't pop that quickly over uh to the uh to the program that we're using here so i can share a little bit of that with you because we haven't spent a lot of time talking to andre dillard and frankly uh the first time the first couple of times that we went up to andre dillard to speak with him about some things he was not interested in speaking at the time and you know that's well that's well within his rights i don't necessarily think that was a move that was beneficial to him because when he did end up speaking with us I thought, that he was, uh, I thought that he was completely fine. Now, if you'll give me a moment, I'll see if I can't get this into the system for you because I think it is worth hearing from Andre Dillard about um, the work that he's getting at left tackle, the situation of him working next to Skoransky and everything that's been happening for him in between, given that he is also coming in at a time where they're using a different offensive line coach. They're in a position where uh, – oh, the file size is too big. I'm going to have to put this in a different spot – Um, But anyway, there is a variety of different things that Andre Dillard is going through with the Titans that the unit is going through at the same time with him as well. So this was a uh, quick conversation that I had with Andre Dillard after practice, I believe, on Wednesday. Any difference in what you guys have been doing out here for mandatory versus the pace or anything OTAs-wise? Not really. I mean, I
3: can't really disclose what we're doing, you know, just to respect the team, but... You know, at the end of the day, it's football. Braves expects, you know, a lot of effort and finish out of us.
0: For you guys, though, we've talked to Brable, and he said sometimes it looks like real football out there, but you guys obviously not in pads, the running game, defensive line, not necessarily the, the level of intensity that it will be at training camp. What do you kind of work on while you're, when, when that physical element isn't necessarily involved? Um,
3: a lot of it is just focusing on our technique, our craft, and, you know, it's not so much colliding all the time, but it's, it really gives you a chance to, just kind of work on
0: your uh, your speed, quickness, and your assignments. From a technical standpoint, I'm sorry, Caleb, from a technical standpoint, is there anything different that you're doing here that you were in Philadelphia? Or has there been
3: any kind of like acclamation for you? Uh, I mean, just you know, being a part of an offense that I wasn't in before is really the the main thing. You know, it's it's different everywhere you go. So it comes to this line as a whole. pieces This year, including yourself, but how, how's it feeling right now? Early on. Uh, just with like everybody, yeah, the yeah. uh, it, it's been really good. You know, the first day I came in, it's it like we're friends right away. You know, the O line is always, you know, the best room, <laughs> funniest room, smartest room. So, you know, it, it's a it's a really good uh, group of guys, different personalities, and everybody's friends with each other. So.
0: What's Coach Hoteling been like in, uh, in the first couple of weeks?
3: Hoss is great. Um, yeah, we call him Hoss in, like in here, but uh, yeah, he's really really great coach. You know, it's his first year and. You know, he's doing really well for us so far. He, he was here, you know, in years prior before I got here. So the guys that were here already, you know, have a relationship with him, but we hit it off pretty fast. And, you know, he just is the kind of coach that, you know, keeps his door open. You just go in and talk about it, whatever for a couple hours, you know, just that type of guy. You know, when I first got here, we, I would just go in his office and chat about whatever family, life, whatever, you know, so
0: he, he's been, uh, been really helpful for us so that is andre dillard uh after practice the other day appreciate him taking some time to chop it up with me and uh, some of my colleagues after the fact so a lot hinges on andre dillard and we'll see how much of that comes to fruition their life does get a lot easier if the dillard experiment at left tackle buys them a little more time to put together the best version of this offensive line now of course like i said it will take a, a good deal of training camp to figure that out. Um, in particular, Stephen King says, "Boy is a lot different than our last left tackle." Well, oh, you mean Lawan? Yeah, he's definitely he's definitely not the uh, the live wire that Taylor is. Uh, but you know, as long as he's a good football player, Taylor Taylor is the exception, not the rule. Um, speaking of Lawan, I. Uh, Luan, <laughs> I, I know he did a, I know he did a couple hours with 3HL in studio the other day. I heard he did quite well. So it seems like Taylor is really, really enjoying the media portion of his career. And, uh, you know, I keep seeing him, him on these available free agent football lists, and I just laugh every time I see that because what goes through my head is, have you seen him lately? He weighs about as much as I do at this stage. Either way, we will see what happens with Andre Dillard and Peter Skaronsky, but there is no question Titans have a good deal riding on number 71 this year. Uh, Let's move on and let's say, let's do this as a free site. Taylor S. Hurst says he's gunning for your job, Buck. Actually, I talked to Taylor. uh, I talked to Taylor on, it was on Friday. Yeah, on Friday, sometime Friday evening uh, to to give him some shit about uh, the radio. And he thinks that he could do my job, but I told him infinitely um, that he is incapable of doing my job anywhere close to as well as I do my job. And while he does his thing very, very well, uh, fat chance that he could be me, which is something that I enjoy rem- reminding him on a regular basis. Uh, even as I, you know, I would never tell them, either of them this, because both of them are already too full of themselves on a regular basis, but they, they have done a really, really good job with Bussin, and, and they both are very talented at what it is that they're doing, and I think that they deserve credit for that, but I will not personally be giving them that credit because bleep them both. <laughs> all right let's move on and let's talk about the best thing that i saw on the internet this week what's the best thing that you saw on the internet this week this is a free site uh while we go through these things together i'll remind you that the primetime show is presented by true fitness in the gulch get your first workout free at true a new way to work out the best way to work out for the best version of you i go to true for personal training 8 a.m tuesday and thursdays if you want personal training like i get you can go to trumavfitness.com and sign up today if you want to try out any of their group classes. You can try one for free if you want to as a Middle Tennessee resident and check out any of their membership options. I personally love the uh, Trumav style of classes. I like the boot camp circuit training uh, workouts that they put together. I love that no workout is ever recycled or repeated, so it feels like I'm continuing to learn and adapt and physically trying new movements every time I'm in there. It is for the best version of you that True Math Fitness is going to strive. TrueMathFitness.com for all of their great membership options and your first workout free. Love True Math. Uh, Robert Baker says, "Did Lawan retire? No, he's technically not retired um, at this point, but I do not think that uh, I do not think that uh, he is at a stage where he is going to be playing football in the uh, immediate future." David Corbett says, "You couldn't play left tackle? That's true. I could not." So. From that element, Taylor is uh, better at that portion of it. Taylor is a better former professional athlete who's doing a podcast than I am. That is correct. Um, But Taylor also could not do my job in the same way that I could not play left tackle on a regular basis. So I think that is a uh, fair comparison to make. All right. What's the best thing you saw on the internet this week? The best thing that I saw on the internet this week was today, as a matter of fact. For those of you watching the College World Series, the Tennessee Vols looked like they were struggling. Weather bailed them out earlier this weekend as they uh, started their Super Regional against Southern Miss. And today, the Vols' bats got cracking. On the field. Hammer. Deep right field, and that one is gone. Happy birthday, Blake Burke. Nine feet to right field with a BB core bat, And that bat got hot quick for Blake Burke. Peito didn't even turn around. So that is courtesy of ESPN and the SEC network. Uh, I think that uh, I think that Tennessee, by the way, went on to win eight to four in their super regional game today. Um, an incredibly fun game to watch, certainly much better, much more competitive than their first couple of innings against Southern Miss. I would uh, I would love to see Tennessee advance. Unfortunately, Vanderbilt uh, got eliminated in their regional this year. So for rooting interest, I would like to see the University of Tennessee do well this season and make it to the College World Series again. But I do think that there is going to be some pretty good competition between the Southern Miss Gold Eagles and what we're seeing from UT right now. That's going to do it for us tonight. Always a great pleasure to have you guys here for another week of the primetime show. Uh, speaking of great events that we are excited about, you guys know, so we played for you a clip uh, earlier of the install, uh, the live show that we did with Greg Cosell, Greg flew into town, we had about 150 of you guys come hang out with us at the uh, at the uh, Hutton Hotel and the Analog. MB asks, "Buck, have you released all the parts of the install for those who don't live in Nashville?" So I think there's one uh, one chunk of the live show that still hasn't been dropped, but we have done it in 30 minute, about 30 to 35 minute increments because it, it was a two and a half hour live show. And God, God bless you guys. I was shocked how many of you stayed for the two and a half hours, the way that you did, I was very grateful for it. And it was a fantastic conversation. I'm glad that you guys seem to enjoy it as much as we enjoyed doing it. But, uh, so this will be the last chunk on Wednesday of everything that has not been released. They have put the individual, uh, video sessions from that two and a half, from that chopped up two and a half hour, uh, live show on the one Oh four, five, the zone YouTube page. But speaking of live events, we got another one coming up July 13th. So a little over a month from now, at Kings Bowl in Franklin. Uh, for, for those of you guys who uh, who have been with me for a little while now, you know that last year I did my first charity bowling event at uh, at Brooklyn Bowl in downtown to benefit the church at Mount Carmel, their free youth summer camp program that does such great work in my neighborhood to uh, give kids a uh, something to do during the summer who don't have the resources necessarily for summer camp or YMCA swim lessons or all these different things that parents do with their kids in the summer to keep them occupied. This year... We're working with uh, the great folks at Home Street Home, the charitable organization that helps rehabilitate and provide resources uh, resources to the homeless community here in Nashville. We all know that homelessness is a crisis uh, in the country, certainly and those of us who live in Tennessee. Um, those of us who live in Tennessee have seen that impact um, that impact in a variety of different ways, right Home Street Home is doing such great work. So I would love to have you guys out on July the 13th. The tickets are available. Uh, they include food, drinks, and of course, the proceeds go to benefit the charity. We're going to have a lot of cool special guests out there. In fact, uh, I'll give you a little bit of a tease on that for people who are going to be out there. I'm I'm going. I'm making a special trip uh, to uh, <laughs> to Taylor Lawan's house, as a matter of fact, to do some recruiting at an event that Lawan is throwing later this month. So I will be able to. Uh, I'm going to be able to recruit some. Good. Uh, some good company for us on July the 13th that will be in attendance for the charity bowling event. I haven't told Taylor that I'm using his event as a recruiting opportunity, but I will soon. I, well, I've said it in a public space. So at this point, he's going to know. Uh, but I uh, I think that it's going to be a great time. It was so much fun last year. We had I think 70 or 80 of you guys show up and we got a bigger venue this year to, to have more people be able to come. So, come to, so go to 104.5thezone.com, get your tickets, and I can't wait to see you guys July the 13th, Thursday, July the 13th at 6 p.m. at Kings Bowl in Cool Springs. It's going to be exceptional. It's um, going to be a great night, and we had so much fun doing it the last time around. All right, have a great rest of your evening. Radio show tomorrow morning, 10 a.m., 10 to 101045 104.5 The Zone. We'll have more details for you on DeAndre Hopkins' visit, which will take place officially tomorrow uh, before he heads to New England. So we'll dive into that. Uh, from 10 to 1 on 104.5 The Zone on the radio show. Enjoy what remains of your Sunday evening. And if I don't talk to you on the radio, we'll do it again on primetime tomorrow night. See you guys.
3: Are you surprised to hear that?
1: Certainly not. The first year we took it to the limit.